There we go. We are live. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, your weekly source for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 152. We are recording live on May 11th, 2018. In this episode, we'll be talking about the rest of the Wave 2 Studio Series bots we haven't seen much of yet. That is Jazz and Lockdown. Uh, there's a rush of new masterpiece figures on the way, and the Bumblebee movie gets a new composer. All that, plus Power of the Primes, coming up after this. Welcome, uh, I'm Brad Ostrom Prime, and joining me tonight, once again from South Australia, we have Max Tibby. Hello, Max. Hello, Brad. How are we? Very sore, very sore. John, joining us once again from the Gold Coast. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. Good to be here once again. Welcome back. Uh, yes, I started my new job on Tuesday, and I don't think I've been this physical... Physical... This active in a workplace in a very, very long time. I'm going back probably nine or ten years. I'm hurting each morning. I've been getting out of bed and a lot of joints have been clicking, clunking, groaning and uh, making me very sorry for what I put them through the day before. But uh, if, uh, if the tears of pigs can purchase Transformers into the future, then I have no problem with that. Max, what's been happening over in South Australia, apart from power outages and batteries that no longer work? Well, apparently I live in London now because I don't think I've had a single point in the past seven days where I haven't been wearing a hoodie. It's incredibly cold for some reason. Ah, uh, yes, it has snowed here this week. So, uh, yes, we uh, hello winter. We welcome you. Um, goodbye summer, which stuck around for way too long. But... Uh, yeah, at the the cold is here. It's um it's interesting. This last week going to work, I've got a forty minute commute. I've only got to go to work. I'm provided with clothes once I get to work, and then getting back into my commuter clothes to come home. Yet I'm still wearing shorts and a high vis singlet, uh, in six degrees. So <laughs> I'm going to smarten up this week and uh, some tracky dacks, some UGG boots, and that's my commute gear. John, <laughs> it's actually, save us. It's actually pretty cold up here too. I'm, I'm oh, what, 24, 25? Where, where are we? Where are we on the cold meter? <laughs> no, oh, no, it wasn't. It was It was definitely not 24. Like, it had to be colder. Let's see what my, my app says. 14 degrees at the moment. So, yeah, that's cold. The front it's, there. Ba it's basically below zero in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's it's negative fourteen degrees to us. <laughs> Anything under twenty is not not welcome. Anything under twenty five is not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so what what have we been up to this week, guys? What's been happening apart from the weather and its shift? I got, I got a big massive box of Megatrons here that I have to post out, and they have cool little sounds. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it through. That's like Japanese, and then you can oh, you can change it. You can change it to English somehow. Let's see. 
Oh, that's English. <laughs> Is that the changing to? That's the changing to English now. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta. There's, there's English on it somewhere. It's just really hard to find it. Oh, okay. Those, so it's, it's are those just... the ones of a Frank Welker voice, please? Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's, ah. it's pretty bad audio. <laughs> um, practically if I'm wrong, but the Takara ones were only Japanese. I didn't even realize the Takara ones actually spoke. I thought it just made shooting. Yeah. Noise. So yeah, the yeah, it has the Takara one. If I remember correctly, because mine's in a box right now, it had like a laser firing sound and then like a couple of just like Japanese Megatron sounds. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So the third party ones actually upgrade the chip to include English versions of those or maybe not those catchphrases, but new catchphrases as well. Yes, this is just stuff that's iconic for Frank Welker. <laughs> Die <Yeah>. Autobots! <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Imagine that. Hit the cannon that goes, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Look at <laughs> National Tiles. Hey, mister, why do you speak like that? I had a stroke. Oh, no, uh, yeah, no one's, no one's <laughs> going to get that. Um... Shall we get into some bot shots? Bot shots this week. Uh, congratulations to Tyson Richards for your winning entry, which shows the uh, Fall Regonk Hulk with uh, the Titans Return Gnor, Gnor, and a uh, Quintesson in the background, obviously reliving the uh, arena battle here. Probably should have picked a larger Hulk. <laughs> the scale well, no, looks oh, a little bit off here. The main thing this has done is I had no idea Hero Clicks still existed, so this is a revelation. <laughs> so it's a it's a Hero Clicks Hulk. Uh, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It, it looks like I remember Hero, Hero Clicks being. Yeah, it's 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 definitely that style of game. Like I think it is the same one. Yeah. It's a great looking little Hulk, like considering how big Nor is next There's to it. There's a fair bit of paint on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the um you know just uh Quintessons filling the Grandmaster roles. Why why haven't we had more third party Quintessons? This would be the uh, I can't remember who done it, but this would be the ones that were released like 10, 15 years ago. Because third parties don't make Sane choices, they don't. And they won't be like, oh, what's this critical flaw of a figure that we could release something to fix? Or, you know, what's this thing that's a gap missing from people's collections? I don't, I don't know, make 50 Springers instead. Yeah, yeah. We can make five Devastators, but we can't do something new like a, uh, a Quintazon. No, we're saving all that space for more Seekers. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, great work, Tyson. Um, congratulations to the April winner, Arno Palmer, who won the uh, uh, the Little Legends Springer. And this week, this month, we have the uh, Wei Zhang oversized battle, battle damage uh, squeaks from last night to give away. So good work, guys, and uh, 
we look forward to seeing what else comes out of May. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Moving right along, we've talked about uh, Brawl and Megatron from Wave 2 of Studio Series, but uh, two more bots that we haven't seen a lot of is Jazz and Lockdown. And uh, they were prominent at a recent Japanese convention. Um, I'm not even going to try and mention the name of that convention. But um, here we have Jazz in all his glory on display there. I think I still prefer the Revenge Revenge of the Fallen, Jazz. Oh, I mean, yeah, to be honest with this, Jazz, I think we'll probably get you know, some decently updated build quality and a consistent scale. But other than that, I'd say the one that you mentioned and the Human Alliance one both serve as better Jazzes. Yeah, it's going to have, like, like, the back kibble looks pretty bad. Like, they've just taken yeah. on a good <laughs> angle. Like, because that like, tail bumper's just there, like, folded back up on his ass. Like, it's it's almost looks like it's got the last night barricade syndrome, where, like, yeah. basically everywhere else on the figure, they perfectly incorporate the yeah. car parts, and then it's just this massive plank on the back mm. you know, where they just didn't have a budget for it. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the problems that sort of come out of the movie line previously is... The Human Alliance figures, the Human Alliance Bumblebee, Human Alliance Jazz, Human Alliance Barricade, and Human Alliance uh, Soundwave were pretty much the end or of those figures. And I don't see these... Uh, the MPM, the Masterpiece movie, Bumblebee, yes, it might be a bit, a bit better engineered, but I don't really need it. I don't need Barricade. Those original... The Revenge of the Fallen Barricade... Yes, a little bit smaller than the 07 Barricade. I'm still happy with. Um, and Jazz is the same. Like that, I don't have the um, the Human Alliance Jazz, but I have heard great things about it. And I don't, I don't really need a new one. Some movie bots you do need new ones, like Bar- like uh, Blackout or Grimlock. But stuff like this, I just do not see the need for at all. Yeah, those arms look pretty weird. It almost looks like the top half of his arms are just the door, like there's nothing under there. Mm. So when you look at that elbow joint, that black elbow joint, like there's nothing past it. Even look at his fingers on the left arm there. Like it's just it's just two. He's got two of those weird fingers from that guy from... He can do like ED. Yeah, he's, he's got blackout syndrome, which seems to be a common occurrence on the Studio yeah. Series figures. You now they just have... Strangely designed hands. Is a scary movie or scary movie two? I oh, know the, the the weird guy. He's only got. Oh, I can't remember what it is now. Anyway, it's a nineties reference that point one percent of the podcast listeners are going to get. Moving down to lockdown now, I think we've made ourselves pretty known that the uh, Age of Extinction lockdown wasn't the best figure. Uh, this is definitely an improvement. Um, yeah, this pref- is. Mm. I think the thing of this is no one is that excited about it because we just got Perry kill, right? 
But yeah. Imagine for a second Peru Kill doesn't exist and suddenly this thing looks incredible. Yeah. Or you're only an official collector or you're only looking for officially priced deluxe figures. I mean, <laughs> um, it's pretty impressive that it transforms into that car and that figure. Hmm. Yeah, that's insane. Like, because from the visible robot detail, you know, on the front of him, there's basically no car parts there. Yeah. It's like all it. contained on the back of a figure and it doesn't look to hang off too much. Like, there certainly is a backpack, mm. but it's it's not as egregious as a lot of other, a lot, uh, as a lot of other figures. And I think the black just hides it better too. Like, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But is he so is he is he holding weapons in both hands or is that like because he's clearly got like a sword in one, but is that like has he got a claw arm or is it like is he holding some sort of claw? That's weapon? a hook. This is the sort of thing where we I don't think we've seen an image of this guy yet that hasn't been mistransformed. Well, so it's reversed. This one the robot mode is probably is properly transformed, but he's holding the weapons wrong. Yeah. Uh, so that claw good. should be folded out and that sword should be like mounted onto his arm instead of him holding it. Now, sweet, but it is like a claw weapon that he's yeah. holding, not like he yeah. hasn't got some weird deformed arm. Yeah, he's, he's got, like, the hook hand. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, it, the hook hand should be the right hand. And as you can see, like, you got the, the whole panel, the door there on his wrist and the sword there. So it's sort of, it's hard to see here in this photo because it's all sort of pointing forward. But, yeah, that, that hook hand's folded up and not... Uh, not extend as it should be, but that's probably um, silly. Yeah, you know, uh, it's and as you put <laughs> whatever, like yeah. And you sort of mentioned about the alt mode being as detailed as, and the the Age of Extinction alt mode for lockdown is pretty pretty good looking. It's only when you get into bot mode where you see they've taken a lot less engineering choices in the figure. But it still yeah. works. I think, the, I think they stated for the outset, you know. Two big priorities were you know, accurate real life vehicle modes and scale. Mm. And so there's that's two things which we're really gonna have like they're gonna have to sacrifice when it comes to this figure because he he has to have he has to not only transform from you know that sort of crazy design into a perfectly accurate vehicle mode. But it also needs to be you know, a vehicle mode that's in scale, transforming into a robot mode that's about the size of Optimus Prime. And that's that's pretty much everything you've said about Pure Kill. Yeah, except this is on a much much lower budget. So oh it, yeah, yeah. For what it has to do, I think this looks fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like for what it is, like that's it, and like how much it costs, and where it's like you know being marketed, it's still pretty like a good figure. Mm. And and comparing it to some of the other, some of the Autobot cars to Drift to Crosshairs, even to Bumblebee, even though Bumblebee seems to have more money spent on him than the rest because he is a um, iconic figure. Um, comparing this to even the last film, even going back to Age of Extinction with um, Drift and um, Crosshairs, like just this seems to be a much better step forward than those figures. I, I still do not have the Last Night Drift or 
uh, crosshairs. I, I think I still prefer the last night versions, which I have, and I don't really want to buy the new ones because they just look shell former in lacking of paint and detail. But uh, I definitely want to lock down. It's it's a it's a running currently running between this and Pericil. I think for money for money reasons it'd be this. I just sent you to Pericil's fantastic figure, but if you're a consider value for money, this achieves almost the same result. And he actually looks more poseable um, to a degree as well. Well how big how big is that Pericil? What's it stand beside? Is it like leader prime? Yeah, he's basically spot on leader size. Um, yeah, it just has sort of a Voyager alt mode, and that's and yeah, that's a shame. It's yes, he should be as big as Prime we see in the film, but again, it's a Lamborghini, not a the truck. <laughs> um, so he should be he should be smaller than Einhard clearly in in bot mode at least but i think the issue is right now with movie figures both official and unofficial they're operating in two distinct scales like the studio series and mpm you know they're two different scales of figures so they yeah. don't really run together he's yeah. a lot bigger too like if you keep scrolling down there's a shot of him next to jazz like it shows from side by side and he's a lot taller yeah see so. oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, it's basically because he needs to stand alongside Prime, so that's one of the big achievements of his figure. But then that that sort of adds adds the issue as well. Like, yes, he's supposed to be on scale with Prime. Well, Prime was on scale with Megatron, yet Megatron took Jazz and tore him in half because he was only up to his waist in the first movie. It's just it's it's the whole this whole scale thing with movie bots. It just it doesn't make sense, and it, unfortunately, the figures suffer for it. I think, yeah, the I suppose in this case they have to do as best they can. Never, this is they're making an effort, but obviously, in a line like this where you know, it's different in studio series or third party stuff where you're not constrained by a budget. But here, they can do what they they'll do what they can, but ultimately. Lockdown needs to be a deluxe. Jazz needs to be a deluxe. Megatron and Optimus need to be Voyagers. Mm. And they they have to operate within the limitations of those price points. Yeah. If you keep and- going down, there's another shot of Lockdown, like a like another good sort of like um, focus shot. Yeah, so, so he look, he's pretty yeah. nice. There's real crisp detail on him. Mm. Yeah. And even looking at the image there, like their old modes look pretty much spot on. Like the Pontiac uh, Solstice is a lot smaller than a Lambo, and that that looks fantastic. It just seems like okay, we're going to go to uh, scale with the cars, and then the bots have to transform out of that scale, and uh, the the bot modes don't sort of match it at all. But uh, it's definitely it's definitely a great looking figure. Um, uh, there's no question. Any. Any comments? We we haven't seen Megatron's tank mode at all. Uh, <laughs> definitely better than you know what are, what's already out there in their official figures of this Megatron. Mm. Oh, I just He's... wish that I wish that Greywood was dirtied up, mm. rusty, dirty something. It's just not oh, a plain grey. White white for the knockoffs. I reckon we've seen you know because um, Black Mamba's already teasing a whole bunch of movie knockoffs. 
So this seems like something that would probably would be on the cards as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll do this up. Yeah. And as for, yeah, as for Bro, I'm still, I still prefer the 07 leader figure. Like, it looks better. Yeah, it seems like Negatron, they've gone, yeah, okay, the, it's like a massive, de- the Voyager Megatron's a down upgrade from the leader, but then the opposite is happening with Brawl. Mm. But then the Brawl deluxes were fine. Like, all the deluxes we got for Brawl were fine. Uh, they were great yeah. transformers, but I, did, I the only reason I could foresee someone wanting to go with this brawl is if they're really just a sucker for scale. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you and if you were getting them all, because then that's it. Like it's all in scale, nice standing there. Like, but then there's we've 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 seen in the group this week. There's there's people that are new or coming into the fandom. That haven't collected anything from the 07 movie or haven't collected figures, haven't been collecting figures that long. And to have this come out now, possibly at retail, um, it's something that's more easily accessible than going on eBay or wherever else to try and find one of those original yeah. brawls or Devastator, however you want to. And even watch. if, you know, what going for those older versions might end up being cheaper. Let's say if we're talking about deluxe, right? This people still use retail as their primary means of doing something. You know, there is a draw to that market for a lot of people. You know, like I've got a mate who bought, who's bought basically everything in studio series and he's bought it at full retail price. And I, I cannot fathom why he'd do that, but for some people, that's just the way they collect. And so yeah, for those people, this is a viable option. Yeah, the fact that you can just go buy it in the store, you know, like they just like that. Like. Yeah, well, that's it. So uh, moving on, and oh, geez, this week have we got a plethora of uh, Masterpiece movie, Masterpiece movie, Masterpiece news. Um. First up, MP39 Sunstreaker is getting redone into MP42. John, you are the number collector. How are you? How excited are you for uh, more more pointless masterpieces? (laughs) Yeah, like it sort of does annoy me when it's repaints of guys like I don't know, but it it is a cool mold, and I have to admit I'm a sucker, though, for the police cars. Hmm. So but like, then it's sort of it's it's weird like this. Uh, oh, I'm not remembering. I'm sure there are others that have gone for pre-transformer diaclone diaclone repaints. Where yeah, there was the they did side swipe and um, uh, side swipe and tracks in diaclone colors. Yeah, it's just sort of like okay, diaclone existed. Blue streak was Bef- blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Diaclone existed before uh, Transformers. Um, maybe just release them in a separate line or separate something, separate number base or something. <laughs> yeah, especially since Takara has a Diaclone reboot going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they do shit like that, eh? Like, yeah. It's the, same, it's the same Masterpiece line. We're going to get into it very shortly with the uh, the Beast Wars characters. Like, just 
we have the npm line have masterpiece line as your okay your g1 um if you want to do a couple other series fine well no not even that because if you're going to do beast wars make it a beast wars masterpiece bwm zero one primal and go from there like it's just having having 50 masterpiece figures and 20 percent of those being not g1 characters it's just weird or not even transformer characters yeah 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 well, no, it's yeah, like this exactly. guy gets a number but the seekers don't like, yeah it's it's definitely weird that he gets his own number like it's like oh like i just realized that wow yeah that's 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 because it clearly it's, is based on the pre-transformer diaclone please so he was never a transformer yet they give him a whole number and a name well, just do MP39D. Like, if you're going to do Diaclone figures in the Masterpiece line, just put the D on the end of the number that the original figure was in. Exactly. I'd be more happy with that because then you could miss out on it. It's not a yeah. big deal. Like, it's a, it's a variant. Of, yeah, it's a variant of that number and not the number you're after. Yeah. Um, Magnus. Magnus is another example where Delta Magnus was a Diaclone figure and just do... MP, whatever that number is, D. Was he? Yeah, he was. That's right, because I don't have him yet. Yeah, so. Yeah. well, go on. Yeah, die, die Magnus or whatever stupid. Yeah. <sighs> um, Why? Why? I think the other thing is, we'll get to it when we look at the other reviews, <laughs> is that it doesn't look like like, there's a lot of Masterpiece out this year, but there isn't a, a new G1 mould mm. for this year. Unless something gets revealed out of the blue in the next couple of weeks for a December release, there's no G1 mould coming out this year. Like, there's repaints, but nothing new. Yeah. That's sometimes I think a good sign if there's lots of repaints because that means there could be something new coming. They're trying to make money. Yeah, well let's let's get into it, shall we? Anyway, anything else on this piece of shit you want to talk about? No, it's a great looking figure, just pointless. Like completely oh, yeah. pointless. That's a white sunstreaker. Awesome. Yeah, that, that head sculpt is gorgeous. The paint is fantastic. No reason for it to exist. You say gorgeous, I say hideous. Uh Looks like a robot vampire or something with the red black flares on the side and that like. I uh I take your logical argument and uh, raise you an illogical argument. Back in, to I'm going to say 2015, uh, Takara released MP29 Shockwave, which I personally feel might be worse than MP05 Megatron. Uh, we're not going to go into that now. How uh, is there a limit to how many times I can swear on the podcast in one episode, Brad? We all get one. We all get one. So okay, go for fuck it. Off. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We we, uh, it's, uh, we know we have a difference of opinion on this figure, and that's and that's fine. Wonder um, come off. I just. <laughs> oh no! No! <laughs> no! 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 
if you if you want that argument, go back to episode forty-two, <laughs> maybe forty-two to fifty uh, of off the shelf. But um, <laughs> no, uh, yes, Takara have also announced that they're uh, doing a reissue, and he's also getting no MP twenty-nine plus, which same number, just the uh, the plus. I do like this color a yeah. lot better. It doesn't. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. the old the old one was in the cartoon colors, which is that sort of lighter matted gray. I mean, not gray, purple. Jesus, um, which most people like as a color scheme on Shockwave better, but for that figure, it didn't really work. Yeah, like I, I still love it, but that figure, in terms of design, is absolutely based on the g1 toy like when it comes to you know the design of the gun and the spinny legs and all that it's it's a toy based figure so now it's actually getting the paint job that it was probably should have gone in the first place and this will suit better though standing next to all the other transformers because he's still just yeah like that first one it's just too bright like he's still just Bullshit. Like it depends on what you're going for like the, the first one i think doesn't fit in either way because if you're going for a toy display, then it's got the wrong colors. But if you're going for a cartoon display, then the legs are completely wrong. Right? I posit- this is just pure toy shockwave. I posit, no, it's not. I posit a different scenario. Uh, with Ultra Magnus, we left Transformers G1 toy aesthetic and went into cartoon aesthetic. We then got the uh, the Ironhide Ratchet mold, which was definitely more cartoon aesthetic. Well, you can't really um, go toy aesthetic with those, to be, to be fair. Yes, yes, agreed. <laughs> um, and then we got this, in my personal opinion, piece of shit. Uh, and they went, this was the beginning, or not the beginning, but this was the emphasis of G1 cartoon on-screen accuracy. They've gone for a lot of colour. Those goddamn stupid... <laughs> the, the um, legs, they're the toy legs. That's the thing. You don't, it doesn't yeah, look like that. But they went know. for they went for the more... Oh, yeah, I'm just going to say... They, everyone they went, says, oh, they're, they're going for the toy or they're going for a cartoon. But not really. They A lot of the time, they can't decide what they're going for, and so they just mix it together, which I'll is put, what they did on the first Shockwave. I'll put it this way. They went for the non-fans toys Quake Wave colour and design. They went, they said, all right, Quake Wave exists. We're going for this figure and this design. And now, five years later, they're gone, well, Quake Wave worked so and sold a lot of figures, so let's the go. The Quake Wave is it did the reverse of the first Shockwave. Because MP Shockwave... It was, was, it was the first Shockwave. No, no, the first MP Shockwave. I know Quake Wave came first, but it existed. Shockwave it existed. Had, it existed. It had the cartoon colors, but the toy, the toy design. Whereas Quake Wave had the cartoon design, but the toy colors. Yeah. Okay. And then l- later on, they did a Quake Wave with cartoon design, cartoon colors, and now we're doing Shockwave with toy design and toy colors. Yeah. It just. Yeah, as we said, it's a plus. So at least it's not its own figure. I just, I feel this should have come first. Instead yeah. of that, I won like that. Wait, that original, sure. the original color one, 
should have been the it should have been this one in grey. Well, because Jack pl Wave Plus has always meant cartoon colours as well. So now yeah, so they're in the mm. I just want them to stick with one like schedule, you know, like yeah. yeah. If the yeah. first one that comes out is toy colors, everyone that comes out is the first one is toy colors. Like, yeah, like that's like the thing with this shockwave. Like, it, it was fine. Like, I like the toy colors, but it just doesn't suit with all the other transformers because they're not all like animation, you know. Oh, sorry, I mean, like the first one being animation colors, they're not all animation colors, so it doesn't fit in, you know, and they're not, you know, and that's everything. Yeah, and that's going to be the only reason to buy this figure is to have that weapon next to the G1 weapon. Mm. Yeah. Well, to buy this figure. Yeah. Well, I think if you don't already have the MP Shockwave and this be the one to go for because it is more accurate to what it's intending to be. Yeah. Uh, Quake Wave for the win. Yeah, so um, it just looks a lot nicer. Like. Yeah. Quake Wave is. Ah, it's not <laughs> What? <laughs> it's not. This is toy shockwave. Quakewave is cartoon shockwave. Yeah. All right. Continued in this story, and uh, something I am extremely excited about. I don't think there's any no, no photos of it. it. Um, they're also doing a reissue repaint of MP36 Megatron. And, oh, my God, they're going for complete toy accuracy here where he's got his pistol uh, barrel on his hip and he's got the mega bucket Japanese head. Um, uh, and, of course, with some of the uh, detailing and stylings of that original G1 Megatron without the uh, shockwave legs. Um, I, I, I was not convinced with mp36 i have a polyon but uh as for a g1 upgrade of that g1 megatron this i think is the best thing we've seen since mp5 yeah it's like I, I almost i'm hoping that it has a regular megatron head because no. if it does then no. it, it just looks like the fake megatron if you want the original, if you want a decent Megatron head, get MP36. This is toy accurate all the way. This isn't shockwave. Yeah, you almost want to way. interchange between the two, so then you can have that start that to the G1 Megatron, but with you know the chest swirls and the extra red on him, and that really nice silver paint. Because a lot of people, one of their complaints with the original Megatron. MP version was that he did sometimes appear like with the chest swells and with the red areas, but that wasn't present on the first MP. Is 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 that not a replacement chest piece yeah, for MP thirty six? Yeah, you'd be able to swap it out, but the silver is so much brighter than the. Because they're going for a G1 gun mode and G1 toy mode. You idiots that brought MP36 because it's grey just like the cartoon. You're going for cartoon accuracy. Congratulations, you've brought it. You've paid $300. I don't think I'm an idiot because then I can have Megatron like that and then I can buy this one and have it. Oh, exactly. I'm, no, I'm just saying those that are complaining because they've brought one version. And now here's the other version, which is the far superior version because the G1 toy version. 
here it is. It's got the swirls. It's all silver, just like all the third-party companies have done because that's how collectors want their Megatron. But as soon as MP36 comes around, oh, no, it's grey. It's like the cartoon. And, yes, it has the smiling face. It has a battle-damaged chest and one leg and whatever else on it, which doesn't make sense. Here we go. This won't be $300. If this is over $250, I'll be upset. No, I'll be... Uh, I feel like... Oh, it'll, it'll be the same sort of price. Or, actually, no, it'll be even more. Because, look, he's still got... All, he's still got the extras, like the stock and the silencer. Mm. And so he'll probably put in the stupid claim Those... control helmet and all the maces and all that no, stuff. But no, then, no. So that's like... Probably around about to three hundred dollars mark, but he's also a Takarato Mall exclusive, right? So Shockwave was originally like one hundred and eighty, but now the cheapest I've seen him for this new version is two seventy. So think about how pricey this new Megatron's going to be. This isn't yeah. going to be fun to get a hold of. Yeah, but we we recently had a conversation, Pam's about the uh, Seekers. And um, those also being Takara Mall exclusives, and now you're looking, or at the time you're looking at two fifty to three hundred for them, and now you're looking at two hundred to two fifty for them. Like the price has dropped since their initial release. They're not G one toy Megatron. <laughs> yeah, people well, are still going to buy it. Well, let's go into that issue. Uh, having to get this, having to get MP thirty six into the country. Uh, this is going to be a lot harder. Max, I don't think this is going to come with as many accessories as you think. This is a straight-up repaint, retool. That's where the money's going. Yes, you get the silencer and the stock. Um, you're not going to get different... You're not going to get five different faces. You're not going to get... Blah. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they'll squeeze every penny out of this thing that they can. It's a repaint. Because, a re because they know it'll sell. It's a repaint yeah, and a slight yeah. retool. Stuff. It's like the redecos of the Seekers. They don't come with anything. They just yeah, yeah. They don't give you a stand. They don't give you like a little Megatron gun. They just have a yeah. Seeker in the box. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm going to be looking at a local seller for this guy, and uh, this will be my masterpiece Megatron to go next to MP10 and not MP50. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the paint doesn't fall off like the original. Uh, cosmic rust has cosmic rust issues. <laughs> uh, let's just say Apollyon still looks fantastic, and he was from back then as well. As for uh, how it feels, however, well, I still haven't transformed MP10 yet, so I don't have to worry about flaking. And if on that, you want to get to before we get to the next news segment? Touched all the bases. Going into. The greatest news in possibly four years of Transformers history. Uh, Takara have released prototype images. No, not Takara. Alt-Terek on Twitter. Uh, from that Japanese toy show that I will not mention, uh, Predacon Megatron. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and here we have a fan duet, the uh, the colours of it next to Beast Wars Dinobot as well. I, I'm in love. It, yeah. It's been rumoured, and I'm just glad to see it finally come to fruition. 
Yeah, no, people were unsure about this because it's like, wait, are they only doing Autobots? And now, here he is. Mm. And look, okay, let me put it this way. You know me, I'm not a Beast Wars fan. It's just never done anything for me. But this, like, just objectively speaking, mm. is a beautiful looking figure. Like, that, that just looks sensational. No question. That's spot on to the animation model from the f- perspective of functionality in terms of how that's going to transform, how it's going to pose, you know, how well it looks, it will hold together. It all looks fantastic. Hmm. Now, to be devil's advocate, and I will go there because I'm that sort of person, um, when Dinobot was announced and he's here sort of just nudging into the side image uh, with Megatron, and let's see how long I've got, the bot mode looked fantastic as well, and it still does. Uh, once we see that alt mode um, and how that dino mode come together, there were some definite issues. Uh, not enough for me not to pre-order it, but uh, I, I just wonder how it's going to all come together to be in that Tyrannosaur mode. A bigger dinosaur, so I think it'll look better in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, Dinobot's CGI model cheats a lot. Oh, you know? Whereas it, with this... defines the laws of physics. <laughs> this is much more straightforward. There are lots of clearly identifiable, you know, yeah. dinosaur parts. And mm. there are plenty of... You know, the Beast Wars Megatron in the past has looked good in both... Like in, from, in toy form has looked good in both robot mode and dinosaur mode. Yeah. So yeah. give it a masterpiece budget and it's gonna look even better with not much difficulty. Mm. Well that's it's it's almost it's almost like the leader um Predaking not Predaking, Grimlock transformation like you've already got the legs to the legs. You just need to do some modifications to hide the hips. And it's just a matter of arms out, torso transform into the main body and encompass the hips and you're done. Um but that's all that the original Megatron was, even going from the original toy and uh, even into the uh, Transmetal version as well. So, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm actually keen to get it. Like, it'll be fun to have a play around with, the, with him. Let's just hope he's not the same sort of price as Dinobot. Yeah, I... Yeah, I I don't think there's as much engineering there, so it should be. New toy prices and costings, they might just say, hey, <laughs> you want Dinobot? Well, looking at Dinobot side, this is obviously a good head and shoulders taller. So... God, like, you think about how big Dinobot is from such yeah. persons who've seen so far. This is going to be a big figure. Like, Which, this would be... Uh, Star Saber big because I'm pretty sure Dinobot's yeah, be, bigger than that. Be around the sort of Star Saber Magnus size, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, this would yeah, this would give Magnus around for his money, which is a clear, uh, <laughs> a clear issue there where you have Primal, which is uh, <laughs> <this> small. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I can't wait to see some more photos of this. Um, not looking forward to the price, but uh, it's definitely a lot simpler, lot simpler figure than what Dinobot was, and uh, 
it's a good size bigger, so I can't wait. Um, considering you're looking at uh, $2,000 for the Prime 1 Studios version, which, again, looks like a fantastic figure, but this one's transformable and should fit the collection. Anything else on that before we get in the next story? No, that's all for me. No, all good. Coming up next uh, in this third party news, uh, briefly, Make Toys Remaster Series MTRM 14 must be scaled G1 Highbrow with Grot, which I'm going to say it's Groot because I can. Uh, so I am Groot and I'm Highbrow. Anyone after the uh, Headmaster third party line? I'm not personally. I know, I know a few people that will definitely get it. But... Yeah, some people are very fond of these. Like the, this doesn't seem to be the sort of phenomenon that cross dimension is, but there's a lot of people who are very keen on the Make Toys Remaster series. Um, like their headmasters in particular have really struck a chord. I've always just liked headmasters for some reason. Like, yeah, it's just like little robots. Like, yeah. And they have, like, it's not about it. It's just, I just like it. Like, yeah, it's an extra dimension of engineering on top of the figure itself. Yeah. I think it's, it's sort of interesting too. Like, with uh, Titans Return, the highbrow figure was one of the first ones I paid for just because it's sort of. I just like the the idea of a a twin rotor plane slash jet. Yeah, um, like and cool. the the, old, the bot mode sort of looks good as well. Um, I've got no, I've got zero, absolute zero bottom of the barrel below MP Magnus and Shockwave um, care for the Headmaster characters at all. Um, but I just the look of the bot, the look of the alt mode. I just they're good looking figures. I wish I could get a decent character of them in some sort of fiction, but uh, IDW has been pretty good uh, for a couple of them. <laughs> well, it's it's about to end, so you'll you'll get a nice concise story to read through. Ah, well, it's not worth catching up on then. <laughs> so, ah, <laughs> oh, good try, good try. Okay, we'll, get the- we'll get there one day. The uh, four-issue miniseries of Headmasters from G1 is pretty good as well. But, um, like, you know, this is a Make Toys figure, so any aspersions that you may have about build quality, you know, rest assured, this is going to be a very solid piece. Like, Make Toys is probably, probably has a more consistent build quality than Mastermind Creations, in my opinion. Like, well, they are just that good. And that's sort of one of the things we're getting to now where in a go back two years, um, I think fans toys were the, cause they're just doing the Dinobots at the time. They were doing, uh, that figure and a couple of other figures as well. And it's just sort of, they'll really hitting the ball out of the park. And it, now a couple of years later, um, make toys, MMC, um, and some others as well, which I will not mention here because I don't recall. Uh, they're sort of engineering. They've, they've had the time. They've had a couple of years to refine their engineering, their quality, 
and they're putting that now into figures that are quite quite good. It just seems now the uh, the only issue or deterrent from a figure is whether or not you like the character and want that in your collection. It's not we're not seeing a real hush hush stay away from uh, suppliers or companies now because of uh, QC issues. Am I wrong in that? No, it's um like even the uh, companies for key phones, you know. Um, KFC, X-Transbots, Alien Attack, they've still got their fans because it seems to be, it used to be you buy a figure from them, it's guaranteed to be terrible. But more often than not, it's good quality now. Mm. And most third-party companies are operating at a standard of build quality nowadays. That is above even Masterpiece level. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyone, anyone chasing headmasters' uh, masterpiece figures? Mm, space and money. It's just. I'm sure it'll be great, but yeah, not viable. <laughs> yeah, and that that's always that's always the issue. You sort of as much as you want to go for your uh, your prime collecting focus, it may be some bots in the meantime. If you got nowhere to put them. John, like you mentioned earlier, that most of your masterpiece figures are in storage now, even though you're a numbered collector. It's like, yeah. where where do you draw the line? Where do you where do you go? Okay, well this this is enough. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm I'm almost there. Like I'm just not sure. Like, you know, I've bought so many that like I like I feel bad, sort of like you know I don't want to give up or stop. Yeah. But like yeah. yeah, like if you stop, then do I sell them? Like you know, it's just. It's a tough choice, so I'm and that's to sell to sell or not to sell. Like, you've got yes, okay, you might make some money, um, but then you gotta you gotta take photos of everything, find the weapons, find all the accessories, find the boxes that are still in storage, all that shit. And And then boxed, and all their accessories are back in their boxes. That's how I packed them all up. If if there, yeah, or if, if they're easy to find, then that's. That, that's a bo- definitely a bonus, but then listing them, having people, oh, well, can I pay next week? Can I do this, do that? Dealing with all that shit, posting them, and like, I, I've done, I've done it myself, and I've seen a few people do it as well. Where uh, maybe for a week, funds have been a bit tight, and you've gone, well, I've got to sell this or that to try and make up for. Um, I'll just sell them all at Supernova. Yeah, well, that's that'll do. Yep. So, yeah. Must buy all. Mm. All right. Moving into the news in brief, a new segment where we're going to discuss things briefly. <laughs> we hope Netflix had the series of uh, the collector series with. Uh, grown men talking about their childhood collections and uh unfortunately i thought uh with the toys that made us transformers was part of season one but uh no it was not now airing as season two uh they've had the uh, transformers episode go up live and one thing that came out of that was a very special image and uh discussion about the original uh unicron from the 2000 well, it was 2005, but the uh, 1986 
Transformers G1 movie. Uh, John, you are our Unicron expert. Uh, how would this have fitted in with your current Unicron collection? Yeah, it would definitely look odd. I mean, I'd still... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks nothing like Unicron. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an odd looking looking unit that's for sure like when, when i remember seeing it for the first time i was like oh my god like that's horrible my printer's, my printer's possessed and doing something too no nah, there's a reason it was a prototype but there's a reason it just wants to make a lot of noise right all of a sudden <laughs> it seriously just started printing stuff out like a ghost ghost printer but yeah, no, nah, I'd get it if it was available, but like I wouldn't pay crazy money for probably the one or two only prototypes that exist. Yeah, it'd be worth a lot more than any, any of the other Unicrons in your collection currently. Oh, probably, yeah. worth, probably worth more than the whole of the Unicron. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I ended up buying the Unicron a lot, it'd probably rival that. Yeah, I am, yeah, yep. But so has this officially come like live on Netflix? The episode? I don't know if it's actually released yet, but it's coming. As far right. as I know, it's coming. So yeah, um, it will definitely. Um, well, it says tomorrow at four p.m., and this was from Thursday, so I dare say it's up. No, it just says then. Yeah, the next episodes are premiering on May twenty fifth of net on Netflix. Oh, there you go. So a couple, yeah, a couple weeks ago. So. So it's still. 14 days away, two weeks. Yeah. Away. Yeah. I mean, if this is any indication. That means that they'll be sort of getting into a bit more of the um, deeper, more nitty gritty stuff relating to Transformers. Mm. Which would be good. Yeah. Awesome. Steve Vinolsi has been sacked as a Transformers composer, it appears, for uh, Transformers Bumblebee. Um, Darrow. Maninelli has uh, that too has uh, come on board to score the uh, Transformers Bumblebee event film of 2018. Uh, I we've talked previously about uh, Jablonski's score. Um, I was I'm a, I'm definitely a fan of it in the franchise and probably one of the best things of the franchise in my opinion. Yeah, Jablonski's score in like any given movie is better than literally <laughs> anything from VMCU. Oh wow, we're gonna go there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not knocking the MCU. I'm, I'm knocking the music and I'm praising Jablonski. He's insanely good. Yeah, but, come on, Silvestri. Silvestri's there. Silver if I'm okay. Slight tangent. If I'm honest, <laughs> Silvestri's weakest Don't work go spoilers. is in the MCU. Don't know spoilers. No spoilers. We had that um, issue last week. <laughs> yeah, but this guy, Damon no, Lee, I've oh, the only movie of hit where cheese scored that I've seen is Darkest Hour. But I do remember, like, as I came out of that, thinking, "Wow, I, the music in that was seriously, seriously good." Because that movie's mostly just people talking, but he has this nah, he has this like really epic music to it that it make makes it much more dramatic than it otherwise should be. Have you never seen V for Vendetta? 
No, I've never. No, I probably either. should. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Oh my god! I, I know, I know the face. I know Hugo Weaving's mask on the DVD cover or the movie poster. But um, oh, isn't Kubo and the Two Strings like a massively well, musically oriented movie? It's definitely a highly acclaimed movie, being a, a small production and an independent director and everything that done that. Um, there are some other issues with uh, production. And then I got delayed by six months. Well, no, not 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 so much that. Like Michael Bay's producing, which he done oh. with the Turtles as well, which doesn't matter. He's just putting his name to it to get people in the seats. I don't, um, see, I don't know. It could be if it was just an executive producer, then it'd be like, yeah, there's no worry there. But if he, if he's credited as a producer, producer, then that is worrying. Yeah, but then you've got. There's no question that the issues with the Transformers franchise come from Michael Bay. But like, so if he's having any sort of creative role in this, like sure, maybe if he's involved in marketing or financing or anything like that, that's okay because he can crank out a movie. But he, if he has any creative influence whatsoever, that's a bad thing. Just like Ninja Turtle, the Ninja, the live action Ninja Turtles movie, where marketing promoted him as being executive executive producer, just to get bums in seats. If anyone can point to any articles to say Michael Bay is on set saying, "Hey, Bumblebee should have one horn instead of two or whatever else," then I want to see it. But Max, being the comic fan. I've heard this name before, Lorenzo de Lorenzo Yeah, I've heard that name in comics before. You've mentioned it. Jason's mentioned it before. Correct. Uh, I think so. I I I only know him from being a producer on the Transformers movies. Oh, and oh, okay. I thought he apparently was... he's an asshole. I thought he was in, involved in stories in the. Transformers comic world, but that may I, not be the case. I don't think so. Okay. The, right. the, the, the thing I most know about him is that he tried to sabotage Peter Cullen's um, uh, audition for Optimus Prime. Oh, well, so now I'm, I'm, I'm going to lump him now in the uh, Ers Erskine Kurtzman role <laughs> of just shouldn't touch anything Star Wars or Star Trek or anything. Yeah, ideally, if the Transformers movie franchise is to move forward, Bay and Bonaventura need to be kept as far away from it as possible. Mm. All right, and that, that's fair enough. Our new composer, he's uh, he's done nothing of note. Um, Darkest but Hour is that the Russians walking around and the aliens are setting light bulbs off? Now that's the Winston Churchill movie that came out like late last year. Have you ever one with Gary Oldman? That's the darkest hour. Yeah. Okay. Not what I thought. All right. Yeah. Um, the music in that is really good. Okay. So, I where is the goddamn trailer? Something. It's not till December. Like. Star Wars release a November trailer teaser for the following December. That's just 11 months away. 
So thirteen months away, they'll do it. I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trailers <laughs> seem to be. I don't know. It feels like a lot of trailers and promotional things feel delayed. Like the Predator trailer oh. only came out yesterday. Like, <laughs> let's not go into that. Yeah. I don't need king hybrids and Predator. No disappointment out of that trailer. Like. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring up that we already do have them. Going on oh, to uh Bumbly <laughs> Toys are being showed at Licensing Expo twenty eighteen. Uh we will get to those reviews displays uh once we get to them. It's coming up on May twenty second of this year. So uh um in Las Vegas Licensing Expo will be happening and hopefully we'll see some new toys coming out of that uh that event um they generally don't let people reveal stuff but we get leaks yes so. exactly so <laughs> the leak the leak train will start and uh hopefully we'll see what comes out of that hasn't it i think it's already started because we we saw a gray prototype of a volkswagen b like in vehicle mode a while back so stuff's coming yeah yeah Concept Zone, they decide to go into the uh, Age Age of Extinction slash The Last Night Optimus Prime because there uh, wasn't already enough versions of that. Yeah, this th- I I will not dis not disagree. We'll agree. I'll agree that uh, it's a fantastic looking figure, and there's some mighty fine detail here. Um. And so it should for a statue that's 1.2 metres tall. Uh, This is a good head and shoulders taller than any Prime One Studios statue. They're not even a metre, so that's going to be enormous. And in person, (laughs) those are gigantic. So this will be, this is like as big as a child. And I'd assume it'd cost more than a child. Uh, look forward <laughs> to seeing this on the shores of Bali in a $2 shop. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a great-looking figure. It's a great-looking statue. But, um, yeah, 1.2. smashes into thousands of pieces. <laughs> 1.2 metres tall. That's uh, probably 1.2 million pieces. Euro. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's, pro- it's probably going to be made of resin or some such. Or, you know what, let's go with glass. It's glass statue. <laughs> glass statue. It's, it's woven glass. <laughs> uh. And finally, in, uh, in our news recap, uh, Combine Combi- Wars Power of the Primes, Episode 2, uh, has aired. Uh, John, you said you hadn't watched it. No, not yet, yeah. Max, any quick notes to take from this week's episode? Oh, well, mm, it's like <laughs> it's like if someone, like, uh, the best way, a relevant way to describe it is, you say Infinity War's been out for two weeks, right? So let's say someone saw Infinity War, and then said, okay, let's make that into an episode of Transformers. Except they had two weeks to do it. 
and then this would be a result. Except with this, they didn't have two weeks to do it. They had like six months to do it. <laughs> and it's even worse than something that you could make in two weeks. It's every bad thing that I've said about everyone has said about this series so far still applies. And I'll leave it at that. All right. Getting in the new acquisitions, John. Nothing for this week. No, nah, nothing, nothing new for me this week. Yeah. Max, nothing new. It's been a bit of a busy week, so I haven't been able to crack open a lot of basically anything until just before the podcast. But now that I have, this is Ooh. masterpiece barricade. Wow, that buzzsaw blade weapon add-on. It's junk is kind massive. Of big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is. I mean, if I had to say one negative about it, it would be that I feel like it should be bigger this way, you know, so it should have a bit more of a spread <laughs> to it instead of being wider. Yeah. But consider I mean, it's supposed to be a tire that expands and all those blades come out of it. It's it's big. Yeah. Um even modest, I think I like this more than Bumblebee. <laughs> like, certainly, it, it's not perfect. There are some places where I feel like it could definitely hold together better. Like, there's a bit too much stuff that jiggles around in the shoulders and the torso transformation. Um, and the arms, like, there's panels which don't really lock in. But... For the most part, it's really well built. Um, it's about as poseable as Bumblebee. No, it's probably more poseable than Bumblebee. And it's pos- It's easy to transform. It's not as clever in how it transforms, but the legs don't make me want to shoot myself when I transform. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah, nicely poseable and everything. The vehicle mode is stunning. Way it looks like a Mustang police car, whatever it is. I don't know, cars, but it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, he's got a lot of die cast in him. Uh, like when I got it out of the box and lifted it up, I'm like, well, this has got some serious weight to it. And as you're transforming, it's like, oh, that's die cast, that's die cast, that's die cast. Mm-hmm. And so it's really well put together and feels strong. And then the I think the paint is another, and the skull of the detail is another highlight because uh, it's got these little touches of sort of like a metallic blue just hidden through all these little spots in his body mm. that just, like, in per- you can't really see it on camera here, but in person they look super stylish. And his head sculpt is probably one of the best, if not the best movie figure head sculpts that I own. Um yeah, like, so he could hold together a bit better, but on the whole, he's really excellent. Yeah. So where are we with the movie masterpiece? We have Prime, we've had Bumblebee, Barricade, and the next one is Ironhide. Yeah, so it's Ironhide and then... Um, What's uh, been... Re- has anything been announced? No. Oh, there was the... Um, it's going to be uh, Bumblebee for the Bumblebee movie. And and we know that's confirmed from a leaked prototype, which we talked about ages ago. 
Okay, and so there's not... rumors that there'll be something else in that movie. Okay, so uh, they they're moving very sharply away from previous movie masterpieces into the B movie. And there's the rumors are that for next year there's going to be two releases, one of which will be a uh, movie one figure and one of which will be a Revenge of the Fallen figure. So the line isn't slowing down anytime soon. Revenge of the Fallen figure. Oh, can we please, please get a one-to-one RC, or not even RC, but a transformable Willy? Alternatively, could we please forget that that ever existed? (gasps) Willy. What? You You know what, Willy? Oh, and I want wheelie. Not on Team Wheelie. Oh, my God. It could be worse. We could get ice cream truck twins. Full-scale, one-slash-one-scale wheelie. But, you know, It doesn't have to be remote control. It doesn't have to be remote control. Just... If I can... Maybe I could just pretend that it's a different character other than the one in the movie. Well, you did buy Masterpiece Shockwave, so we are at ends... What, what is it? It's Master. I still don't get your hatred for it. Yeah, I, oh. I saw you play with it, Brad, here in my house when I got it. You liked it. That sealed the deal. Playing with it and just looking at oh wow, look at all this space between the panels. As in John Hurt in Indiana Jones of Crystal Skull. It's a space between spaces that they come from. I do not care for for it at all. It's the legs are shit, but that's because it's trying to be toy accurate. So I can I can forgive it. Uh, we we had this whole discussion early on with um, we've had this discussion for the past what is it three years? Yeah, with uh, hands hands that's the stupid salute inverted fist and everything else. So anyway, that's all you've got for this week. Yeah, that's it. Probably have two things next week because I've got some stuff I need to open up. I've just been very busy the past week. That's all right. You've had something to talk about. So new bots coming in is always a plus. Um, speaking of which, I uh, I got these guys a couple of weeks ago. They are the DX9 Conehands and Seekers. Jason talked uh, briefly uh, uh, probably a month ago now. He got the, uh, the, the Coneheads which are great-looking figures. Um, I've got the Coneheads and the Seekers in the pack, although I think they're the KOs of the uh, <laughs> the X9 Seekers. I don't care. They do the same thing. They all look fantastic. My biggest issue with them would be the, uh, the head is attached to the wings. So when you fold the wings up, the head folds out and it doesn't actually tab in to the front of the chest. That um, sounds like it could be problematic. It's all right if you don't move them. Um, as like the cone heads themselves, like I am no longer going after the masterpiece cone heads because I love these things so much. And uh, yeah, I um, uh, I had a similar story of the Iron Factory Seekers. You know, just the little ones that are just so good. You don't need anything else. Nah, pretty yeah, cool. and like here in front of the masterpiece versions, yes, they're smaller, but they just. They look so much better. But it, yeah. <laughs> That's why those, 
Yeah, and it's one of those things like we we've we've talked today about how uh MP fifty. By MP fifty, we're either gonna get a new prime, we're gonna get a new seeker mold, or we're gonna get the Dinobots. Something's coming. All these repaints, reissues and that they're doing is leading up to something big. And uh other than that, or it'll just be another MP eleven repaint. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to go to all this trouble just to redo MP Prime when they can then on go into do that sleep mode. Uh, Magnus, all the other, all the other repaints they can get of a Prime. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a Seeker or Dinobot. Like, is coming at MP fifty. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at those little things; they look. You know, more poseable, and I know they're better built than the MP11 mold. I can pick them up by the. T- I can pick up a pick them up by the shoulders, and their legs don't fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> they don't separate the chest. <laughs> it, it, it is such a relief after having that that MP mold being your definitive seeker to get stuff like this high quality legends and the main toys version. Yeah, and it's like, and yes. we. As a good seeker now. Yeah, and we, we commented last week or the week before about the uh, the new uncles the make toy seekers coming out that they've got the gold cockpits. Um mm. and just how like these little guys mirror the G the masterpiece version so much with that clear or that amber clear cockpit where that's that's how the cockpit should look and not completely frosted gold or silver. Um, for the cockpits, but uh, John, you had the Raptor Squadron. Were they were they clear cockpits? So they did have the gold cockpits on them. No, they're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they should be. So uh, here we have a uh, Thundercracker about to pop Cheetor in the <laughs> butt. The <laughs> butt in. <laughs> I just noticed that that is not uh, intentional. He's just checking his temperature. He's not. <laughs> She saw a cough. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Nice picks, by the way. Yeah, I try. I try. Okay. I don't have to set up. But, uh, Is that your little back? Well, it's you've got one of those chain bases, Brad. Do you want to know what my photo setup is? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Couple of old election posters. Exactly. If I can, if right. yeah, if I can put something up in the background that's uh, going to block the light, then go for it. <laughs> you you don't. Yeah. Jason, when we get Jason back on, he can he can say how much money he spent on all those lights and stuff uh, he's got in his background. <laughs> Moving on briefly to TCA business. Uh, Thank you to everyone that donated in the April donation drive. We had our seven, no, I made it eight winners uh, in the donation drive. Um, All your prizes have been posted and you should be receiving them shortly. We've seen some people in the group already getting those figures. So thank you to everyone that done that. Uh, We're probably going to have the next donation drive for Christmas, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, of course, membership renewals are and will be um, promoted in July. But apart from that, that's it. Thank you for listening. Um, everything 
you can find out about the uh, Transformers Collective Club Australia. It can be found at transformerscca.com. Head over there to... Uh, and we're on iTunes as well, so that's the RSS feed. Sadly, our companion podcast, Transformers Legends, is ending uh, with my new job. I do not have time to edit anything anymore, so uh, the third podcast is not... Uh, we don't, I don't have time for it, so uh, we'll be doing a farewell video. We might actually we might do some videos from time to time uh, as YouTube exclusives on the TCA channel. But uh, apart from that, yeah, Transformers Legends is ending, and um, Australian Transformers Weekly is a production of Transformers Collectors of Australia, and uh, the club is registered and incorporated in Victoria. So uh, again, all. Uh, club events i am updating the uh website at the moment because uh i haven't posted up any of the 2018 events we've had so far on the site but uh, i'll get that done this week and uh again that can all be found over at transformerscca.com john thank you sir for joining us once again no worries, thank you uh the dalek is gone the dalek is dead yeah Oh, Long oh, live the doctor. Exterminate. <laughs> uh, you might need to get your old headset back on just for some uh, some fun. <laughs> some shenanigans. <laughs> we'll see if it does happen. Yeah. Next time, John. Next time. <laughs> it would be next time. <laughs> <laughs> Max, thank you, sir. And uh, we'll be back next week. Amen. All right. See you guys. Bye.